0: Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message.
1: We thank the Lord for you this morning. We hope not to keep you long today. Praise the Lord. We started a, a new series of messages concerning that great institution called the church. Praise the Lord. How many are you glad to be part of that great institution Amen. called the church? Amen. Praise the Lord. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, many of us wouldn't be in the church. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise God. Because the Bible said, that we said on last Sunday that uh, the church was what? Victorious, didn't we? We preached that first message talking about the church being victorious because Jesus declared it to be so. Huh? I'm not just saying the church is is victorious, but I'm saying what the Lord said. He declared that the church is victorious when He made the statement, he said, "Upon this rock, I will build my church," and He said, "The gates of hell shall not prevail what against it." Now that tells me, and that ought to tell you that the church is victorious, huh? Praise the Lord. The church is not fighting for victory. The church has the victory. Huh? We're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. Praise the Lord. And it's good to know that. Praise God that Jesus is building his church. And not only his church will always what? Triumph over the forces of what? Evil. Huh? Because Jesus is the head of the church. Isn't he? He The Bible says he's the head of the church. Praise God. And every believer are members of his body called the what? The church. Ephesians 1 and 2 said, And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. And verse 23 said, Which is his body. Ain't y'all glad to be part of the body of Jesus? Glad to be part of the body of Christ, huh? The fullness of Him. Listen, the fullness of Him. God's body is complete. Y'all hear me? God's body is complete, which is the church. Praise the Lord. The fullness of Him that filleth all in all. Huh? Praise the Lord. I can't get a praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. Not praise me, but praise the Lord. Praise God. So God has a complete church. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It is completed because it is in who? It is in Christ. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? I asked a question on last week. I asked the question, what is the church? And we gave the Greek definition where the Greek meaning of the word church is called El Elkoslea means a called out what? Assembly. Huh? And we said on last week how that God called Israel out of Egypt. Uh, he called him out of the Egyptian bondage. And you know what? God is still calling people out of Egypt, out of the world, huh? Amen. to come into this what? Marvelous light. He's still calling people and he called us out, didn't he? He called us out to come out of what? Sin and out of the world, didn't he? The Bible said he called us out of darkness, which is sin, which is the world, into this what? Marvelous light. And we're in the light of God. We're in the truth of God, Amen. huh? And we got to continue in that truth. We got to continue in that light. We got to continue to shine the light. And that light is who? Jesus Christ. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Therefore, we talked about the first, first portrait of the church, that it was what? The people of God, huh? This Sunday, we want to talk about the second picture, a uh, portrait of the church that the scripture presents to us, what the church is, huh? The the scripture declares that the church is to be the body of Christ. Huh? That's what the Bible presents to us, that the church is the what? The body of Christ. What is the church? It is the body of Christ. Huh? In other words, it is a group of believers who are in Christ and Christ is in them. Huh? Everybody that come to church, ain't in the body. Huh? Everybody that comes to the brick and mortar is not in the body. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So it is Christ who is in who? In them. Praise the Lord. And that's why the scripture said 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, therefore, if any man or woman be in who? Be in Christ. You see that? Be in Christ. If you in Christ, then Christ is in you. Y'all hear me? Praise the Lord. And how we get in him? We will baptize into him. Huh? Yes. Praise the Lord. The Bible says he is a what? A new creature. Amen. A new creation. Huh? What? What happened to the old creation? The Bible says old things have what? Passed away. You see the euphemism there? Passed away. Means it done died. Huh? That's a euphemism for what? Something that done died. Death. Right? The old you have died. The old nature, huh? It's dead. But now you're a new creation. You're a new creature in who? In Christ. You have a new what? Nature. Huh? You have a new nature and a new life. Ain't that great? Praise the Lord. Who gave it to you? God did. God did it when you became what? Born again. Huh? Praise the Lord. When you became born again believers, God has given you a new nature and a new life. Praise the Lord. Let's go with me to my scriptures, scripture text. Let's go to Colossians in verse one, chapter one, in the book of Colossians, chapter one, verse 26 and uh, verse 27. Verse 26 and verse 27. We am ask Brother Mark if he would, whoever has it first. We get we get verse 26 and verse 27 for me here. It's in the New Testament there. Colossians, the book just after the book of Philippians. Praise the Lord. Okay. Verse 26. Hear what it's talking about. It's talking about the church, okay? This is Apostle Paul talking to the church of Colossians. What does it say?
0: Even the mystery which have been hid from ages and from generations... But now it's made manifest to his saints. Read on. To whom God would make known. What is the riches of the glory of this mystery. Among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. You hear what he just said?
1: Huh? This is Paul speaking about the mystery. Did y'all not know that you're a mystery to people? Huh? You're a mystery to people. Y'all hear what I'm saying? If you you're part of God's church. You was a mystery to people, huh? That had been hidden, but now God has what? Chose to reveal it. That's what it says. A mystery is something that has been kept secret. Huh? Praise the Lord. It's something that had been kept secret until it had been what? Revealed. And this is what God does here, have been hid from ages. So God had the church in mind throughout the ages. Huh? But he had not yet what? Revealed it. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? And from generation, but now it's made manifest to his saint. Manifest means made known to who? To the, to those who are the people of God. Right? So now God has revealed it. He chose to reveal it to us who we are and what we are. We are the body of who? Christ. Y'all see that? And this is what verse 27 said. To whom God would make known. He's making something known here. He got the church on display. Y'all hear me? You are on display here on the, in this earth. God is displaying you. Praise God. The, 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 hear what it says. Known what is the riches of the glory. Huh? What is the riches of the glory of this mystery? Huh? Among the Gentiles. We're Gentiles, isn't we are gentiles did not we Which is who? Which is Christ. What is this mystery? Which is Christ in you. Huh? The hope of who? Of glory. And that's what it says. The riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. What is it? It is Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of what? Glory. You have Christ in you. Huh? And he is the hope of what? Glory. You have the hope living within you. Uh-huh. You have a living hope. Give me First Peter. Peter talks about this living hope. Praise God. We got a hope that is alive. Huh? And well. First Peter, I believe, round about the uh, third verse. First Peter, first chapter. One and three, four, somewhere in there. What it said? Talking about this living hope. He had begotten us. What it said? About,
0: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You
1: see? He had begotten us unto a what? A lively hope. They're talking about a living hope. Because of his resurrection from the what? From the dead. Did God raise you from the dead? We were dead without hope. We were Gentiles without hope, without God in the world. Huh? Praise the Lord. So this was the mystery, saints. A mystery to who? Down through the generations. god chosen people were who? Israel, right? They could not see Gentiles being what? Grafted in. But it was all in God's plan from the what? Beginning. Huh? Praise the Lord. It was all in God's plan from the beginning. And that's why go with me to Ephesians. Go with me to the book of Ephesians. Paul is still talking about this mystery here. Saints in the book of Ephesians, the third chapter verses 3 to uh, 3 through 6. He's still talking about this mystery here. What does Ephesians verse 3 through 6 say?
0: how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in three words whereby when he read he may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. You
1: see talking about the mystery of Christ Paul won't want the church to understand what this mystery is. Huh? What is it? Read on
0: which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the spirit.
1: You see this what, what Paul is saying here it was not revealed Paul was given by the spirit of God revelational truth huh? revelational truth concerning the church yet it was hidden from the what? Old Testament prophets? now listen they spoke about it but they didn't understand it huh? they, un- they spoke about what was going to come to the church but did not fully understand it huh? But God gave the understanding to the apostles. Huh? And they sharing it with the church. Who we are and what we are. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Praise God. So the Old Testament prophets spoke about the riches of the glory of the mystery. But they didn't fully understand it. They could not see how Jews and Gentiles become fellow heirs in the same what? Body. You see... So something had to take place. And what took place? Jesus broke down those walls and barriers, those racial barriers, those social barriers, huh and those spiritual barriers that was against us. Huh? He broke it down when he went to the cross. Huh? We're going to get to it. We're going to get down to it. All right? Read on, brother. Verse number six. Verse number six
0: to the praise of the glory of his grace.
1: you skipping.
0: Verse 3 and 6. Okay. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel.
1: That is, that's it there. You hear what I'm saying? This what they did not fully understand. And not only that, this is something that some folks in the church don't understand. That the what? The Gentiles should be fellow heirs. Huh? And of the same what? Body. And the partakers of, of his promise in who? Christ by the gospel. The same promise that God made to Abraham is has, has passed on down to who? To the Gentiles. You remember God told Abraham that all those families of the earth shall be what? Blessed. Amen. How are they going to be blessed? Only through Jesus Christ who is the fulfillment of the promise. Y'all hear me? Praise the Lord. And this is something that the Jew did not understand and could not recollect in their mind. That Jews and Gentiles are going to be brothers and sisters in the same body. So God broke down those walls. And even today, you got walls even now are being put up. We're letting the world tell us who, who we need to, who, what, who we are, so to speak. You don't need the world to tell you who you are. If you're a child of God, you know who you are. Huh? Tell you who you, who you, who you need to be a part of and, and this and that and the racial division. Think, look at the racial division among what's happening in the world today. I'm between black and white. I got some white brothers and sisters. Do you? I got some white brothers and sisters. Huh? And some of them of different, of different nationality. Huh? See, it's the devil's job to put up the walls. But it was God's job to break them down. When everybody come under what? Under having Christ in them. Who is the hope of what? Glory. See, the world wants to dispatch hopelessness in, in our society. But God come to give the world hope. Praise the Lord. And that hope is found in Jesus Christ. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise God. So when we look at the church, the church is a mystery. Huh? The depth of Christ broke down those walls and barriers. All of them that were social, spiritual, and racial. So the church is united with who? With Christ. Huh? The church is united with Christ, and we ought to be united with who? One another. Huh? So the church is united with the Lord. And every member ought to be united with one another. And there's several things I want to talk about here about the church, the body of Christ, what it is and how the body is to function. Now, listen, as the scripture says, he is the head. Who is at the head? Christ, right? Wherever the head turns, the body, all what follow. Am I right? You the body, right? I'm the body. Wherever Christ leads us, then we ought to what follow. Huh? So the body of Christ has one who is the head, right? According to Ephesians five and twenty one, it tells the wife says, "Wife, uh, said your husband. The husband is the head of the wife, even as what." Christ is the head of the church. Huh? And he is. Why he's the head of the church? Because he is the what? The savior of the body. Y'all know what that means? He's the savior of the body. He's the protector of the body. Just like the husband is the protector of his wife. Huh? He's the protector of his wife. I don't need to send up to the door late at night. Somebody knocking on the door trying to break in. Honey, go see who that at the door. No, I need to get up. I'm the head. I need to say who at this door, huh? I'm laying in the bed and she going out from the door. No, I need to get up and see who at the door because I'm the head. Praise the Lord. And she stay in the place of safety. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So you see, Saint, He's the Savior of the body. He's the protector. So Christ is out. Christ is out front protecting the what? The church. Huh? Amen. That's why the case of hell cannot prevail against it. Amen. Because you got to get past the head. Amen. Huh? Amen. Whatever comes against the church, you got to get first to do the head. Amen. Huh? Amen. You got to bring down the head. So he's the protector. Not only he's the protector, he's the provider, isn't he? Amen. Jesus is the provider of the church. Alright, the second thing about the body of Christ, which is the church. It is interconnected. Huh? Amen. Body just don't exist without a what? Without other members do it. Huh? You gotta have other members, right? It's interconnected. Cut your head off your shoulders and see what your arms and legs will do. Nothing. Huh? Amen. Nothing is interconnected. So the head Got to be attached to the body in order for the arms and legs and feet and everything else to function. So when we say interconnected, in other words, between all who make up the church, talking about spiritually so, right? Mm-hmm. So in other words, your arm can't say, "Well, Paul talked about that. Say, I'm not the, I'm not the, I'm not the leg. Therefore, I'm not part of the body. Huh? You are part of the body. Amen. Huh?" So no man is an what an island. Y'all heard that song? No man is an island, and no man stands alone, right? Is your arm standing alone from your other part of your body? If it did, then, <laughs> huh? Your the rest of your body gonna feel it, gonna know it, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's why we so interconnected with each other, right? And Jesus said, "Without me, you can't do what? Nothing, right?" So we need the Lord. And we need one another. Huh? Why we need one another? We need one another for encouragement. Huh? We need one another for edification. Huh? To build up the what? The body. I'm going to write about it. We need one another for empathy. What you mean by that, preacher? When you're hurting, I ought to be hurting. Huh? When you're suffering, I ought to be suffering. I ought to be able to feel it. And be sympathetic and empathetic towards you. And same goes toward me. Right? Praise the Lord. So nobody stands alone. Give me 1 Corinthians 2 and 4. I mean 1 Corinthians 12 and 4. It talks about. Praise the Lord. No one stands alone. What does 1 Corinthians 2 and 4 say? I
0: mean
1: 12 and 4. And 11.
0: Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there, are, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work of that one and that self, self same spirit, divided to every man, severally as he will. You see,
1: so God has placed in the church for each member to be blessed, huh? Yes. And to be edified by Whatever gifts God has given you, he didn't give it to you for your own hoarding, for your own self, selfish way. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now, also the body of Christ is to be characterized by genuine what? Fellowship. We should have genuine fellowship in the body. Y'all hear what I'm saying? What we mean by that is characterized by genuine fellowship. In other words, to go back to what I was saying about empathy and encouragement, right? Give me 1 Corinthians 12 and 26. 1 Corinthians 12 and 26. you talking about one suffer, then all suffer, huh? You read what it said, 1 Corinthians 12 and 26.
0: And whether one member suffered, all the members suffered with it.
1: You hear that? You let something go wrong on your body, your finger, your toe. I hurt my knee last Friday, and my leg was hurting so bad. It's getting better now. It's done a whole lot better right now. I bumped it, and I couldn't hardly walk. And uh, I tell you, it just makes your whole body feel bad. Yes. I mean, it makes your whole body feel bad. It causes you to limp. You can feel it. So one member of suffering, the whole body what? Suffer. It hinders other parts of your body. And your other parts of your body have to compensate for wherever the pain is. Because the rest of the body going to feel it too. You know, it may feel like your whole body is aching. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Paul
0: is saying here, saints.
1: You finished reading that? No, sir. Or one member be
0: honored, all the members rejoice with it. You
1: see that? One member is honored, then all the other members should what? Rejoice with it. In other words, I don't need to be mad at you because you got promoted on your job. And I, I got demoted, and you got promoted. Huh? I ought to be happy for you. I ought to be rejoicing for you. Huh? My brother, my sister got promoted. Thank God my brother and sister being blessed you know and so that's what Paul is saying here and Paul had to say that to the Corinthian church because they had a whole lot of mess going on in it they were not functioning like a body of believers y'all hear me and even today you got churches ain't functioning like body of believers make you wonder who is in the body Huh? y'all hear what I'm saying so you got to function like a body of believers. Let your arm go swinging like this and swinging all like this and all that. And you trying to do something else with it. You will not say, look, some of you, you got to come under control here somehow. You're going go to go to the doctor somewhere. Dr. My arm just do what it want to do. I don't know why they're doing this here and doing that there and all this crazy stuff and all that. That way folks are. It make you wonder, are they part of the body? You hear what I'm saying? They do their own thing when they want to do it. Amen. But it ain't following this, the head what dictates what to be done. Y'all see that people just like that. They all haywire. Now, I'm just telling you, in their actions and in their ways. Amen. Let me move on here. Alright. Well, where we at here? Talking about the body of Christ is characterized by genuine fellowship. We're talking about empathy. And and, and, and and when we talk about encouragement, you remember in the early church how that the body was characterized by genuine fellowship in the early church? Give me Acts 2 and 44. Acts 2, second chapter, verse 44 and 46. And the Bible's talking about they had all things in what? Common. Right? They had they was in fellowship, breaking up bread and, and so forth. And, and, and there were people who didn't have no bread. And they and they and they brought food and money and shared with other other uh, with the other saints. Say, let me tell you something. It bear well, may get it like that again. Y'all hear me? Yeah. It bear well, we might be coming like that again, and we might be in some soup lines and food lines. What it brother? What's forty-four verse, second chapter, forty-four and forty-six? What it And all that believed
0: were together.
1: All that believed were what together? They in the body.
0: Read on. And had all things common. They had
1: all things what? Common. Alright?
0: And sold their possessions. They sold their possessions. And goods. And their goods. And parted them to all men. And parted them to who? All, all men. There was a need at that time.
1: Y'all hear me? There was poverty in Jerusalem. Why was poverty in Jerusalem? Because the people that came from all around, they left their home, their houses. They took all the money they had and spent it and they were there for the feast of Pentecost. And many of them didn't have the money and the funds and food to return back home. So somebody had to care for these folks. And the saints saw that there was a need. And what did they do? They sold their possessions in order to take care of the body of believers. Y'all see that? That's the church. The church was in its infant stage. Huh? Mm -hmm. That's what they did. That's the early church. They practiced genuine what? Fellowship. You two reading the 36th verse? Read on that.
0: As every man had need, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. You see
1: that? They didn't stop going to church because they didn't have nothing to eat. The, the church was being taken care of, members of the body were what? Feeding the people who didn't have nothing. Huh? And they will continue to attend what? Fellowship in church. Y'all see that? Just because of the pandemic and causing hardship on folk? Y'all hear what I'm saying? That shouldn't stop you from being in fellowship with your brothers and sisters. Amen. I'm just saying like it is. Yeah, y'all hear me? It didn't stop them. They didn't have no food. No money. No place to stay. Read on, brother. You got 46 verse? Now go to uh, Acts 4 and 32. Down to thirty-fourth verse. Acts 4 and 32. It continued. They continued on. What else did it say?
0: And the multitude of them... They believed
1: of one heart.
0: One heart. Y'all see that? That's the difference.
1: Having one heart and one mind. Being of one accord. Read on. And of one soul. One soul. They were knitted. The interconnection there. Huh? Knitted in love. Christ's love. Love for one another. What else? Neither said any of them. Neither said any of them.
0: That all of the things which he possessed was his own.
1: You hear that? They didn't look at their house with their own. Brother and sister, whatever you want, whatever you need, it's yours for the asking. In other words, when I got it in my refrigerator, you got it too. Y'all see that? It may very well come to that again. Be ready and be prepared. I might be over there looking for something to eat. <laughs> or you might be over my house looking for something to eat. I ain't going to shut you out. I don't care how bad you treat me. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? I ain't gonna shut you out. I'm gonna feed you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. Praise the Lord. Read on, my brother.
0: But they had all things coming. They had all things in
1: coming. That's that word again, right? What else it says?
0: And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all.
1: You see, that's what God does. He pulls out his grace upon his people when you see them functioning, working like that in fellowship and unity. And you want not re- be revived? You want revival? Start doing this. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Start meeting the needs of folks who are less fortunate than you are. Huh? Start doing that. You will be revived. Y'all hear me? You will be revived. I told you about the man I met earlier on the job. You see, say, you will be revived. That revives me being able to bless somebody else. That ought to revive you. Huh? Mm All right. The body of Christ. Listen. It is to be a unified body. Not a divided body. Y'all hear me? So many churches are so divided. They divided on everything. You know what I mean? That's what was wrong with the Corinthian church. Churches are divided on who they're going to listen to, preachers. That was happening in the Corinthian church. They were, they were divided on personalities. Well, I'm a Paul. I'm of Apollos. I'm of Jesus. I'm of Christ. I'm just by myself. You see what I'm saying? They divided on personalities. One of the among the leaders, but it was a vision among the people. Where well, I'm a Paul because I think he's a wise man. I'm of Apollo because he speaks eloquent. Where well, I'm a Peter because he, he, he's a fisherman. I know his family. You hear what I'm saying? I'm just using my own words here. What, what problem, why they were so divided. They want said, say, well, I'm of Christ. Because he the one who died for us. But then again, if you're of Christ, then you should be, all of us, all of us should be of Christ. And we shouldn't have no personality picks in the church. Huh? Because it is Christ who's working in, in you and working in all in order to accomplish what the church needs to accomplish. Huh? Praise the Lord. So that's what was happening in the what? Corinthian church. They were divided on the leaders. Not only were divided on the leaders, but they also divided on the spiritual gifts in the church. One had this gift and the other had this. And this one was trying to outshow this one and out trying to do that one and this one and that. And Paul had to straighten this mess out. He had to straighten it out because they were carnal. Huh? Mm-hmm. They were carnal. It was causing uh, division in the church, in the body of Christ. And he said there's no schism in the what? In the body, huh? But the body is designed, your human body, y'all didn't know that? Your human body is designed to heal itself. You hear me? It's designed to heal itself. What you mean by that, preacher? God has already put certain things in your body to heal for it to recuperate itself. But what we do, we put a lot of stuff in there to contaminate it. Yeah. Huh? That's what we do. We over overindulge it into all kinds of other stuff. Amen. I'm just telling you, like it is. Okay. That's what we do. Huh? Then we run to doctor whoever, yes. looking for him to fix it. <laughs> now, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Huh? Amen. Now I ain't against folks taking medicine, but then again, the best medicine you can take, you know what it is. Get the proper vitamins and minerals and nutrients in your food. That's the best defense you can have against sickness and disease. Huh? See, the doctor know that we ain't going to eat right. We don't get the proper rest we need. You know what I'm saying? That's why he keep us on what we he got us on. He wants you to keep coming back. You understand what I'm saying? Then he tells you, if you get off of it, you, you're going to die. You probably will. You probably will because your body has been you going to change the chemistry In your body Because he know that we ain't going to stop Eating our fat back and our pork chops And all this other stuff And bacon and all that He know we ain't going to stop eating all our ice cream And all that stuff, diabetes folks He know that Y'all laughing because the truth is the truth He didn't tell you We'll we we do not stop eating we'll cut up all our legs. I'm just telling you like it is. So you see, saying the body is designed to heal itself. What about the spiritual body? It's designed to heal itself. You know how it's designed to heal itself? Here, here it is right here. He that is overtaken in a fault, that means something's wrong, right? He then he that is spiritual, let him go and do what? Restore such a one. You know what restore means? To, in other words, to, 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 to set in order. What we mean by set in order? Like a broken bone. To, to, to set a bone in place. Huh? That's how you restore. Something that's broken. Huh? My brother's broken. So I need to what? Restore him. How do I do it? God tells us how to do it. He that is what? Spiritual. You set the bone back in place. You understand what I'm saying? then you nurture it until what? Men back together. And that what the doctor do when you break your, le- break your leg or break your arm. He, re- he set your bone. Why can't we do that in the spiritual body? Yeah. Among our members. <laughs> huh? But instead we just go and break it on off. Cut it off. I ain't got nothing to do with him or her no more. Huh? You see what I'm saying? But you got to, re- you got to set the bone. You got to reset the person. I'm just telling like it is, ain't it? Alright, let me move on. So the body of Christ, we said it's unified, right? Also the body of Christ, which is the church, is universal. What do you mean by that preacher? You ain't the only member in Christ's body. Uh, This church is not the only members of the body of Christ. Victor Temple ain't the only members of the body of Christ. Huh? Praise the Lord. The church is what? Universal, right? Amen. See, Jesus did remove what? The racial barriers, right? He removed remove the what? The social barriers, right? Well, I ain't going to no white church because there ain't no black folks over there. Wait a minute now. You go over there and there'll be one. Huh? Well, I'm going to stay with my own kind. What do you mean your own kind? Your own kind. Y'all don't say it. You're laughing. That's why you're laughing. I'm going to stay with my own kind. What is your own kind? The Bible said we're one. Am I right? Amen. If any man be in Christ, he are what? New creature. We are the body of what? Christ. It had nothing to do with skin color. You being in the body of Christ had something to do with your skin color. Huh? It had nothing to do with your race. Am I right about it? If that be the case, then, then Jesus would have saved all white folks. No black folks just be lost. Uh, he saved all the black folks and all the white folks be lost. Huh? You see how the devil want to divide the church? You see what I'm saying? Divide the people of God. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Give me Colossians 2 and 14. I told you, Jesus nailed all that stuff to the cross, He nailed it to the cross. All that stuff that was against us. Colossians 2 and 14. Colossians 3 and 11. What it says. I'm almost through here. What do Colossians 2 and 14 say? Read it for me, somebody. To whom we have redemption through his blood, even
0: the forgiveness of sin.
1: That's Colossians 2 and 14.
0: 14, oh. writing out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us which was contrary to us he was against us and took it out, out of the way how did he do it? Nailed it
1: to his cross. he nailed it to the cross y'all hear me? he nailed prejudice to the cross y'all hear that? he nailed racism to the cross all that is sin anyhow so what was nailed to the cross? sin he died for sin the problem in our nation is sin. Well so where, uh, it, it's racism going on in this nation. they've racist this and racist that they've sinned for this and sinned for that. huh that's the problem right there but if that person's heart is changed, he's a what new creature he think like who Christ was Christ racist. they want to claim that Jesus was biased. You know why they won't claim that Jesus was by Because they said, why do your masters sit and eat with sinners? And you know, Jesus had given them a picture about the prodigal son. So he came to save sinners. It was the sinners who were the one who received him. But those so-called believers, they were the ones who rejected him. So were they really indeed truly believers? No, because they rejected Jesus. They didn't know who he was. At least the sinners knew that there was something different about this man than it was about those religious leaders. You know what was different about him? He was the God man. He was the one who came to seek and to save that which was lost. Instead, the religious leader, all they wanted to do is be the elites among the sinners. Can't you see the same thing happening today in our nation? Let me read on, brother. Give me Colossians 3 and 11. What is that? Where where there is
0: neither
1: Greek nor Jew. Neither Jew. Greek nor what? Jew. That, that, that dealing with race, right? Neither Greek nor Jew. What else?
0: Circumcision nor uncircumcision. That's a social.
1: Huh? Some folks have, well, the Jews believe if you ain't circumcision, you ain't got salvation. Huh? Right, man. That's what they taught. And that's what they told the early church folk. We don't. Barbarian. Now you mean barbarian?
0: Uh,
1: that means that's yes, if you're a foreigner, someone that comes from, from another country. Born or free. Born of what? Whether you're a slave or mm-hmm. uh, uh uh master. But Christ is all and in all. But Christ is what? All and what? In all. Who is that? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Huh? Did you not know that the Lord, let me deal with this finally. The body of Christ, the church, it is the extension of Jesus' ministry here on earth. Y'all hear what I'm saying? The body of Christ, which is the church, it is the extension of Jesus' ministry. Here on earth. You know what Jesus said to his disciples before he left? In Matthew 28 and 19, 28 and 18. He said, all power was given unto me, what? In heaven and earth. And he told them to therefore go into all their land and make what? Disciples. Read read Matthew 28 and 18 through 20. What does
0: it say? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying... All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So God,
1: Jesus, gave the great commission to the great institution called the what? The church. Mm-hmm. Huh? We've been commissioned to do that. Yeah. Y'all see what I'm saying? Say go ye, that's an imperative command, right? And this is what we must be doing because we are an extension of his ministry. Jesus has gone back to where? To heaven, right? He's he's in heaven, yet he's with us and in us, right? Doing the work here on the earth through his church. Remember he said upon this rock, I will build my church. It is the church that's doing the work here on the earth, right? It's not, it should be the government, huh? But it's the church. So if we're not doing what we're supposed to do, huh? That's why the Lord said, pray that the Lord of the harvest sent forth laborers into the what? The harvest, right? So Jesus is the one. When you look at St. John 14 and 12, you know what Jesus said? This is what he said. He said, very, very, I say unto you, this is what it said. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he what? Do? Because I go unto the Father. Greater works shall he do. Huh? Not talking about so much greater works when it comes to power, but it's talking about greater works when it comes to extent to become his witnesses. Y'all see the difference? To be his witnesses to the world. Through by preaching the gospel. You remember Jesus told his disciples. He said. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive what? Power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. To do what? To be my witnesses. Acts 1 and 8. Read what it said. They already experienced the power to cast out devils. And and, 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 and all those things. And heal the sick. In their training. They weren't looking for power to do great miracles. They weren't praying for that. Y'all hear me? They were not praying for power to do great miracles. God gave them power to do what? Read Acts 1 and 8.
0: But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem. That's the purpose of the power. Huh? Read all. And in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You see, saying, To bring people to
1: salvation by deliverance from sin and unbelief. And when they believe on the Lord Jesus, like the scriptures said, the Bible said out of their belly. Say, for what? Rivers of what? Living water. You're going to be set free. The Bible said, Whom the Son set free, they are free in what? Indeed, you're gonna be set free from sin. You're gonna be set free from unbelief. That's the greatest, greatest sin that's gonna send a person to hell. But a lot of people won't be set free from other things uh, in their bodies and stuff of that nature. That's true. And some of the things that folks are tied up in is because of sin. Amen. When you get set free from sin, God will heal the body. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Praise the Lord. First thing need to be healed is the mind. You got to heal the mind. Folks need deliverance in their mind Amen. in order to get deliverance to the body. Y'all see? Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says by gospel be here, it is here to them that are what? Are lost. Amen. Praise God. So you see saying. Acts 17 and 6. How do we know that God said they were going to do greater works? You know what them greater works were? They went out preaching the gospel everywhere in Acts 17 and 6 said they turned the world upside down. Why? With the gospel. Not with the miracles but with the gospel. God used the miracles to authenticate that they indeed were the true men of God. Huh? Read what Acts 17 and 6 said.
0: And when they found them not they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the ruins of the city crying These that have turned the world upside down. With what? Are come hither also. Whom Jason have received. And these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar. Saying that there is another king. One Jesus.
1: With the gospel. They turned the world upside down. By preaching to them who? Jesus. And they didn't like it. And people believed it. And folk got saved. They were able to convince rulers in the synagogues to accept Jesus Christ. Who have you convinced this year? You see, Saint, we are the body of Christ. It is our job to convince people that there is a new king coming. And his name is Jesus. Huh? Preaching the gospel. Greatly impacted the world in the apostles' day. And guess what? It's going to greatly impact the world in our day if we only preach it. Can't be scared. Them apostles weren't scared. They put their life on the line. They were persecuted. They were beaten. They were whipped. They were driven out of cities. Huh? Oh, it's going to come again, saints. God is raising up some people. that are going to stand and declare it like it is. They're going to look the devil square in the eye, and they're going to tell the devil, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Y'all hear me? Amen.
0: And
1: they ain't going to be afraid to die for the name of the Lord. And I want to encourage you today. The church is the body of Christ. And Jesus is at, his, is at the head of it. Amen. Huh? He's at the head of the church. Amen. And listen. But we need to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. Huh? Remember the, the head. Wherever the head turns, the body must what? Father. Part of the body is the hands and the feet, right? We must be the hands and feet of Jesus on the earth. He sent us forth to win those who are what? Lost. Saints, we thank God for you. And we hope that something was said to encourage you to do more this year than you did on last year. Witness. Use the opportunities that God gives you to share the word of God with people. Share your own personal testimony. Tell folks what God did in your life. And he can do the same for you. Huh? Do that. You see how far they would go. God says, We're going return going." So we want to look to the Lord in prayer.
0: Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.